0: Hey, welcome to Praying the Psalms, the daily podcast from Doxa Church in Madison, Wisconsin. As the church finds itself isolated from one another physically, we are reading, studying, and praying the psalms together each morning as a way to join ourselves together spiritually. So join us to slow down, get a bigger picture of God, a clear picture of ourselves, but most of all, we want to join ourselves around the throne of the one who's joined himself to us. So if you haven't already, pull out a Bible and spend some time in Psalm 19. Psalm 19 is a fantastic psalm. We don't have nearly enough time to even touch this, like to even get into it. It's the kind of psalm that you should chew on and meditate on. It's deeply poetic. It is beautiful. Um, but I, as I've been thinking about it, this is kind of the, the picture that I've been given, right? Have you, have you ever been on like a long drive, maybe at night, like in the middle of, in the middle of nowhere, your windows are down, You hear maybe the wind in the fields, the insects in the fields next to you, and and you turn on the radio, right? And you're in the middle of nowhere, right? You you don't have any stations tuned. And as you turn it on, it's just static, right? You start flipping through the radio stations. There's kind of this loud kind of white noise, and you're trying to find something. And, And through the noise, you can hear something, right? And you start turning the dial. You can hear it kind of fading in and out. And eventually you find just the right frequency and and you hear a song begin to emerge above the noise. And you can start to hear someone singing. This psalm is like that. This psalm is like that. It's like the psalmist is trying to help us become the kind of people that can tune in to the voice of god that's all around us even though the noise in our lives is so loud that many of us can't hear it i don't know if you've ever been out on a night like the one that the psalmist is kind of talking about this this night after night is pouring out speech pouring out knowledge right no no light pollution the clearest of nights and you just look up into the night sky. There was this night that me and my friends had driving to Alaska, we had a night like that. It was changing drivers on the side of the highway in the middle of nowhere in Wyoming. And for some reason, one of us just happened to look up into the sky. And it's hard to put into words, but it was like the sky was alive. It was like dancing, shooting stars. We could see every satellite. It was like the sky was speaking. And so we woke everyone else up, and we didn't keep driving, but we just stopped at 3 a.m. All of us just laid down with our heads on the concrete in the middle of the road, looking up in the middle of nowhere in Wyoming. And we just laid there and looked at the sky for probably two hours. And it was one of the most memorable experiences of my entire life. But do you know how many stars we were able to see that night? The clearest night sky I've ever seen. And, I, and I've seen a lot of night skies. You know you know how many night many stars we were able to see that night? About forty five hundred. Um That's not, it felt like a lot, but that's not actually that many stars that we can see, at least compared to how many there are. Right, even on the clearest nights, that's all the human eye can see. If you go to Amazon though, and you buy like a cheap fifteen inch telescope, like just a couple pieces of cheap glass slapped into a tube, do you know how many more you can see? 380 million. I wonder how many God can see. And I wonder how long it took for Him to name them. And to just expand our minds even more, this is kind of the rabbit trail I went on with the Psalm. If you take all the information that we've gathered from the Hubble telescope and you do all of the corresponding math, we find out that when you hold your arm out and you stick out your thumb, even against the darkest part of the night sky, behind your thumb, there are 15 million. Not 15 million stars, but behind your thumb, there are 15 million galaxies. The question of this psalm isn't about whether we can see them, but it is an invitation into the kind of life where we can start to hear them. He says that the heavens declare the glory of God. The skies above, they proclaim his handiwork. Day to day, they pour out speech, and night to night, they reveal knowledge. And I love the way Eugene Peterson, in, in, his, in the message, translates these next lines. He says, their words aren't heard, their voices aren't recorded, but their silence fills the earth. Unspoken truth is everywhere. When you look up into the sky... At night, or you watch the sun set against the horizon, what do you hear? Another question I've been thinking about as I've read this psalm is when was the last time that my life was actually slow enough that I was able to just stand outside and spend time looking up into the skies? Right. Most of us we live in cities and the lights and the pollution, they largely crowd out the voice of the night skies, right? Often our lives are busy enough that the time hearing and listening to the commands and precepts of God are Sometimes the very first things to be squeezed out of our busy schedules. And our lives are often like that radio, right? It's, it's filled with so much static and noise that you can't hear the song that's being played behind it. It's like there's someone speaking. There's someone talking. There's this song that's being played all around us all the time, but most of the time we can't hear it. The noise of our lives and the busyness of our lives is just too much. We can't hear it. This psalm is a prayer for one who has tuned their life to the sound of God's voice. That's what this song is. It's, it's a prayer from someone who's tuned their life to the sound of God's voice. The prayer of someone who is so in tune to the voice of God that they hear the sun itself shouting glories of God as it runs its circuit across the sky. Someone who has spent time long enough time meditating on the words of God that they've become more valuable than gold, sweeter than honey. Someone who spent so much time like listening to God's word and and meditating on it and just sitting in it, that it's, he sees it as perfect, whole. It like revives the soul, that the testimony of God would be pure, making wise the simple. They, they see the precepts of the Lord as right, rejoicing the heart, the commandments of God as pure, that they enlighten the eyes. And one of the things I think the psalm is saying to us is it's saying, no, listen, beauty Isn't in the eye of the beholder. Beauty is out there for those who have eyes to see it. And this psalm is telling us that the voice of God is speaking. It's just speaking for those who have ears to hear it. And I think that this psalm is a prayer that as we pray it, it begins to shape us into the kind of people whose lives are tuned to the frequency of the voice of God. And even as we survey the wonders of God, one of my favorite things about the this psalm, this is, what, this is what this made me think of, is the very end of it. Because as we meditate on his perfection, right, his ways of life, his commands, and we open our eyes and our hearts up to the immensity and the godness of God, we're then at the very end, after doing that, after kind of expanding our minds and thinking of who God is, we are then to ask him that the words of our mouth And the meditation of our hearts would be pleasing to him the psalm is teaching us not to just tune our lives to the sound of his voice but it is supposed to teach us that god's ears are also tuned to the sound of our voice that while he owns the heavens right and while the pulsating energy of the stars they scream across the dark corners of the universe that his gaze past, pierces past the light of 10 trillion suns to look at you. And while he holds the unexplored and unseen edges of the cosmos and the palm of his hands, he, he cares more about holding your hand. And while he speaks to the wind and he tells it to blow and he speaks to the waves and he tells them to crash and he speaks to the planets and he tells them to orbit the sun, he delights most in speaking to you. And while God is surrounded even by his angels, right, these celestial undying beings, these flames of fire who sing of God's glory with unceasing song, he focuses his ears on the sound of your voice. That In the midst of all the noise of the universe, the ears of the creator are tuned to the meditation of your heart. And we're meant to pray that as the one who hears the words from our lips the one who sees and hears the meditation of our hearts that those things would be pleasing to him so father we we pray that this morning God I feel like as I just think about the psalm my mind is is opened up to just the the glory of you and I, and God, I feel like I feel this desire in my heart to just like hear your words in creation. And so God, would you would you lead us to places like this, to moments like this in our life, where they'd be still enough and quiet enough where we could hear the voice of you that exists in the world around us. God, would you draw us to scripture in this beautiful kind of way that we would meditate on it, that it would become sweeter than honey, it would become more valuable to us than gold. And God, we pray this morning that as as we speak these prayers to you and as we fill our hearts with just meditation of you and your word, God, we pray that the words from our lips and the meditation of our hearts would be acceptable in your sight. We love you in your name. Amen.